Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today we're going to talk about price point, price strategies, right? Had a great question come in. It says, Victor, how do I set price for my product? How do you set pricing for a product? Now, this is, you know, there's several ways to do it, right? You can look at what's going on in the market, and you, that's called at-market pricing. You can decide to go below market pricing. That's called penetration pricing. Or you simply set your pricing based on the cost of what you build and then add the markup, let's say 20, 30, 40, 50% markup of what you want. Those are three pricing strategies that you can use to go to the market. But what I want to introduce you to is a different method for maybe finding the ideal price point. So again, whether you're in a B2C, B2B, doesn't matter. This applies to you. So here's the strategy. There's something called the Gabor, or some people say Gaber Granger model for finding price, the right price. Now, let me give you an example, and then let's talk about it, okay? Let me walk you through this. Let's say that you've just developed a new product. And you don't know what the price point should be. You looked at the market, but you know, the pricing, again, you can find similar or substitute products, but you can't find one that really matches up with yours. So there's some things you offer that they don't and vice versa. Now, so what you can do with this Gaber Granger strategy is you can, let's say, bring in 10 customers, 10 customers into your office, right? This is kind of a focus group study. And then what you do, this is how the model works. You, tell, you have 10 people in the room, if you can imagine this, and then you set the first price point. You say, let's say $1,500, okay? 10 people in a room who could be potential buyers. You set the price point, you explain the product, you set the price point at 1,500 bucks, right? Then you ask the question individually, would you pay $1,500 for that product? Now let's assume that they all paid, all said they would pay $1,500 for that one product. So that means your total revenue would be if all 10 bought, again, this is like a micro study, a little case study here you're doing. If all 10 bought at $1,500, your revenue number would be $15,000. Then what you do with this model is you nudge it up. You dynamically raise the price a little bit. So let's say now we go from 1,500 and we ask the same group of 10, what would you pay? Would you pay $2,000? And now let's say one person drops out. Nine says yes, one said no. So that person's out of the game. So when you look at your revenues now, you got nine buyers times 2,000, the new price point, your total revenue is $18,000. Now, you go back to those nine people. The one that said no has already dropped out. You go back to those nine people and you say, instead of 2,000, would you pay again? You raise it dynamically to 2,500, 2,500. How many people would pay? Well, let's say one more drops out and only eight people would pay $2,500. Now your total revenue is eight times 2,500, that's $20,000, okay? So now you got eight people in the room now, okay? Now you're gonna ask them a new question. You're gonna move it up from $2,500 price point to now 3,000. And guess what? This time, three people drop out. 
And now that means only five people would buy at $3,000. That means your total revenue, five times 3,000 is $15,000. Then you take the remaining five people and you ask them, again, moving the price up dynamically from 3,000, you go to 3,500, 3,500. And you ask, how many people would buy? Well, three people drop out, only one person would pay $3,500. So your total revenue is one, the only person that would pay $3,500, times $3,500, that gives you obviously $3,500. Now beyond that point, doesn't matter, you can see the revenues have dropped. Now here's what's interesting. First of all, this is a very cool way to set up a, a, a case study and experiment to see what people would pay. But what I love about this, this again, this Gabor Granger model, is that if you plot it out, now I'm an engineer by trade, so I like plotting things out, you can create a demand curve and a revenue curve. But for the sake of this podcast, let me just kind of give you a visual of what I mean. You can take the number of buyers and plot them, right? Initially, there were 10 buyers, then there were nine, then there were eight, then there were five, then there were one. So you can see that that buyer that demand plot goes down, that line goes down. But here's what's interesting. When you plot the revenues against the number of buyers, something interesting happens. For example, let me repeat these numbers and then I'll give you the visual plot. At 10 buyers, at 1,500, the revenue was 1,500. At nine buyers, at 2,000, the revenue was $18,000. Eight buyers, $2,500 price point, the total revenue was 20,000. Five at 3,000, 15,000, and again, one at 3,500 was 3,500. Now, if you plot the revenue, what you'll see that it started out at $15,000 at 10 buyers. And then at nine buyers, it went to $18,000. And at eight buyers, it went to $20,000, the highest point. And then at five buyers, it went down to 15,000. And at one buyer, it went down to 3,500. So what you see is almost like a concave type of curve, right? And so you see it go 15, 18, peaks at 20,000, drops back to 15, 3,500. So you see that the peak revenue number was $20,000. And that's when eight people said they would buy at $2,500. So that tells you immediately that the price point based on this focus group study of 10 people, again, it's a small sample size, maybe you need to sample a bigger audience, but nonetheless, you know, it tells you that eight people would buy at 2,500 and revenues peaked at $20,000. That means your price point should be around the $2,500 range. Now you can play with this because when we went from we went from $1,500 to $2,000, then we jumped to $2,500. Maybe you want to try it at $2,000 to let's say $2,100, $2,200, $2,300, then get to $2,500, and maybe even try it at $2,600, $2,700 to see if the numbers move a little bit. But I wanted to give you this model because again, when I got the question, Victor, how do I determine pricing? This is one of four ways that I've already mentioned. I've talked about at market pricing, right? Where you just price it, what everybody else is pricing it at. You price below the market, that's called penetration pricing because you want to gain market share, or you do cost plus 
uh, pricing. That's it. You take your cost, you add your markup, and that's your price point. Or you can use this Gabor Granger model to kind of talk to your focus group, your customer base, to find out where the price point should be. So again, try this out. I'd love to get feedback if you actually do this experiment. By the way, another way you can actually get people in the room is maybe do a survey and just keep you know repeating the survey over and over again and always increasing the revenue number. Anyway, nonetheless, that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. I really do appreciate when you leave messages. And again, I do my best to try to keep up with all the messages. And if you can just leave me some ratings on iTunes, oh, I would really appreciate that. I need more ratings. I think we only have like nine or ten ratings. So come on, go to iTunes. Let's do the ratings. Also, check out my sales training website, SeminarsOnSelling.com, where you'll find great sales training videos for your team to help you grow your business and do what? Make more money. All right. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.